Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, and my Saskalula crew, my cruise of Saskalula. Uh, yeah, my cruise of Saskalula. How about Saskalula? That might be a good code name for patrons. Saskalulas, Saskalus, Saskalinas, and Saskalions. Let me hear you. Per, because uh, it's time for the podcast you support. Good night. Uh, Sleep with me is made possible with the help of uh, Carl W., who edited this episode. Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Studios, who did the theme music. Jonathan Mann is on our lullabies. Kenny Ackerman, Scotty, and Jennifer are on our honor, on our artwork. You can commission a song actually from a mystery bar to uh, song.jonathanman.net for any occasions. And I'm at Dear Scooter on Twitter. That's where you could catch me. And you know where you could catch some kindness uh, from other listeners is a listener Facebook group uh, created by listeners, moderated by listeners, uh, and I want to thank them. Uh, Laura and Keith, uh, Sarah and Stacy and Julie and Jennifer. And uh, that's it. Let's get on with the show. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place, a very good safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations. It could be a neutral place, too. Neutral good. I guess more of a neutral good place. Is that what they call... Is that another term for warm water? Well, let me get back. It's, yeah, would you say, well, it's warm. It's uh, it's neutral good. No, I guess that doesn't work. I, I, I try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, or feelings, or physical sensations. Uh, changes in temperature, time, schedule, uh, work, work uh, whatever it is... Uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that. Uh, to keep you company, to distract you from whatever's keeping you awake, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, which if you're new, take two or three or five episodes to get used to, but eventually you do, or you move on. But hopefully you do, or you're already you, you're already feeling uh, neutral, uh, chaotic. I mean, my brain is chaotic, uh, it's not neutral either. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to send my voice across the deep air. Long, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Pointless meanders and distractions, uh, which you've already witnessed. Oh, uh, to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, to keep you company, and to be here while you drift off into dreamland. Now, uh, a couple things. Uh, a couple things. Uh, if you're new, that's what I said. A couple things, and I was touching my pinky and my ring finger, trying to remember what the things were and why. If you're new, here's the structure of the show. Starts off with a few minutes of business, and that's what keeps the podcast going. Uh, you can find most of that info over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors tomorrow when your hand hits the fridge. But if you're new, you know, that's just the top of the show. Thanks for sticking through that. And then there's an intro, which we've begun. Uh, unlike other intros or opens, this one's about 12 to 14 minutes long. 
And it's uh, where, you know, I would be, I could, like, I would be, I guess it's a weighing of the balances or balance of the ways or something like that, where I say, I could do a brief intro, but then the podcast would be very disorienting. And I always, I guess I've never explained this, but I always picture like, uh, uh, like, um, what do you call that? Uh, archetypal, sweet, sweet grandmother, the best grandmother you've ever had. If you've had multiple grandmothers, uh, which I mean, like, uh, I, I guess it depends. I mean, if you were raised in a village, if you were raised by a village, uh, You'd say, hey, I got my two regular grandmothers and then all the other grandmothers, because uh, it does take a village, as they say. Imagine a village's sweet grandmothers. Uh, that'd be, I want, that would be a delightful place to visit for the day. Uh, no offense, uh, grandmothers, but uh, you can only have so many baked goods and cheek pinches and head pats and being wrapped in, maybe you can't, being wrapped in Afghans. It sounds like a good place to visit, too. Uh, but where, where was it? I was trying to explain what the podcast was. Uh, excuse me, sweet, sweet grandmothers. Oh, no, I was trying to explain. See, this is where I get distracted and mixed up. Now, totally, this part's all written out, by the way. Not really. This is an organic mix-up. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I always picture, like, a sweet, sweet grandmother tuning into the podcast for the first time, and I don't want her to say, what in the tarnation... I mean, maybe I do because tarnation's another word we probably should get more more use of. Uh, Yosemite, Yosemite Sam or whatever. Yosemite Sam, whatever. They kind of like uh, that was the last people said. Well, I don't know if I want to use a word that's associated with that giant mustache uh, cowboy who was a total grouch. Um, I think that's who the last person I was aware of that used tarnation on a regular basis. So, but, uh, I don't want to like, so I don't want people to tune in to, it's, by, by trying to not do that. And then I have these long intros, uh, which have become shows within a show that the listeners use to prepare for bed. Some people listen when they're in traffic. Some people use it as they're getting their bed ready or journaling or getting comfortable. Part of the wind down routine and so, you know, I'm still here, you know, I, I could do the same intro, I guess, every time. But I really believe that there's a variety, like a familiarity and a variety is one of the things that works about this podcast. And I almost forgot all the other things I was talking about, but I was going to introduce the new listeners uh, to my expertise of putting people to sleep, which is uh, my securitous, uh, my inability to pronounce words about meandering or whatever those are, synonyms or antonyms. I think I got an antonym crawling around in my brain. So, so there's an intro, then there's a story some nights and tonight it'll be a TV recap. It'll be a new series. Uh, it'll probably be in the title of the episode, but just in case you didn't look at the title, uh, we're going to take a break from sci-fi for a little while, but you could call this a little, this does have a touch of sci-fi in it. Maybe is, uh, we're going to be covering the good place, uh, season one for the next few weeks. Uh, so we'll be talking about that in a way that, uh, will be heavy on the uh, det- details, like light on the plot, and I don't want to spoil any jokes uh, by explaining them because the show is uh, uh, very humor-rich, and also the performances in that show are uh, divine. Uh, I didn't even mean to pun that, but I guess it is in some sense a pun. 
or is it, uh, Michael? I don't know. Um, so where was I? Okay. So, so we're going to have an intro for about 12 minutes, which I think we're probably already at a minute eight or something. Yeah, then we'll talk about the good place in a really meandering, indirect, dreamy way. Uh, in between the intro and the, the, the talk about the good place, we'll have some business. That's how we keep the show going, too. And then at the end, our thank yous and good nights. So all told, I'll be here around an hour. And the reason the show is an hour, to give you plenty of time uh, to fall asleep. There's no pressure to fall asleep. This is a podcast uh, to put you to sleep by being here. Yeah, by being your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your barbara, if you're down in San Diego. You know, I'm the meow uh, to your roar. Uh, uh, so I guess, uh, or the purr to your roar. I don't know. Is it a, you know, I guess it's a meow to a roar. Any, anybody from the SAT listening, that could be a question. You could use that. Uh, uh, meow is to roar. As per is to, mm, that would be the, the answer would be, ooh, you know, I don't know. Per, per would be, ah, I guess per would be, ah, I don't know what the other questions would be. Uh, harumph, uh, achoo, I guess this could be one of the early questions, uh, or hardy har har. Maybe they should, maybe they should have a, like an audio version. Cause I mean, what the heck with those tests? Uh, why can there be. I don't know. I always forget if I'm an auditory learner or a visual learner or not, you know, neither. But uh, I could have used that. Like I said, okay, let me listen to the question and then let me view the question and then let me do some doodling around the question. And then I'll do some daydreaming and then I'll get back to the podcast intro. Uh, so that's it. You don't, you don't need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. You also know, don't need to listen to me. I'm going to try to be mildly engaging, or I guess I actually am mildly engaging. I try, like, I try to be engaging. And uh, I say, well, you're a little bit, you're over-engaging in an understimulating way. I guess that maybe that's exactly what, uh, I think, uh, like, uh, that was on my wrapper when I came out of my wrapper. I'm uh, over, whatever I said. You know, kind of like a, a town of idealized grandparents would be. You'd say, well, uh, you're overly delightful. I've got to go. But, you know, I know it's 430, uh, but I got to go. Uh, the, the, you know, a town that smells like cabbage in a pretty good way. But you say, I got to go. I can't. I can only eat so many meals. Uh, and it's been delight. It's been overly delightful. That's why I have to leave at four p.m. That's when I got I to get home. You got to work tomorrow. Sorry, grandparents. Uh, uh, Nanaville, they could call it. I guess that wouldn't be open. Uh, yeah, let's call it Nanaville. Sorry, pop ups and pop ups and uh, you know we let you know Nanaville uh, patriarchy free uh, since whenever. I don't know, maybe that could be seasoned, you know, the good place, I think, has got enough skills. Uh, so maybe they could be, a se- maybe they could be, maybe I could just pitch that. Golden Girls meets a good place. It's called Nanaville. Well, what is it? it well, I'm just pitching this to CBS and uh, ABC. It's it's the same thing as the good place, but with the Golden Girls. It's called Nanaville. Uh, good place meets the Golden Girls. That's what it is. And like, there's probably, you know, people do chase trends, so that might already be in production. 
so uh, you know, I'm I, and I'm always behind. I'm always like miles behind the people chasing the trends. Like I just thought of this. Uh, they say, yeah, we 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 did. They say, you sure you didn't travel from the future to my brain and then say, Nanaville, it's like the good place, but with the Golden Girls. So what's the difference between the two? Well, uh, not exactly sure. It's in development, actually. So uh, it's a, it's a delightful place. Uh, does your channel have smell-o-vision? Let me ask you a question. And ta- we'd like uh, we'd like to uh, distill the show with a, a flavor of butterscotch. Uh, do you have the ability with it? Because I'm only pitching channels that could do that. It could be an option. You know, do do you do you we we could have it? You know, I know we have UHD and we have 4K HDR and uh, butter. It'll be a butterscotch infused TV show. It's called Nanaville. And yeah, no, we're working to get uh, Jay Timberlake to do the uh, the theme song for it. Uh, uh, base. I mean, we got to get the rights from SNL, which will be tough because I guess they're owned by NBC as well. Um, so anyway, actually, believe it or not, I was in a podcast intro that I've been, sorry, uh, sorry, I drifted, I spent so much time with those nanas, uh, and gotten so comfortable, I drifted right into a daydream. Uh, but the whole idea of this podcast, in all honesty, is that, uh, I know what it's like out there in the deep dark night, tossing and turning and not being able to get to sleep or waking up repeatedly because your dog's sitting and one of the dogs your dog's sitting decides to just get on the couch, get off the couch, go look in the kitchen, come back in the room. And then you say, please, like I, I wanted to give you free range to this apartment, but don't abuse that free range by taking your you know free range. If you got to go, let me know. Uh, but you're pacing. I don't think you're pacing around because you're uh, you got to go. That's what I always tell the dogs as I'm sitting. If you got to go, let me know. Got it? And they always just, just stare at me and wag their tail. And I say, okay, that's a good deal. And I think they do understand. So, I mean, this wasn't the case last night. It was, uh, I don't know what it is, night walking or something. I don't know if dogs can daydream walk or whatever they call that, sleepwalk. Uh, this was more like, uh, uh, I don't know. I said, okay, kid, what do you what do you keep moving around for? I even got up. I said, let me know. Do you got to go? Nope, uh, just walking around here, doing some night cardio or something. So anyway, most intros, oh, I, I, I was saying that I know what it's like not being able to sleep because I didn't sleep last night that great. So, But I also know the state you can get in when you're thinking and you're like, what in the heck? Why can't I just go to sleep? Uh, or why can't that dog stop moving so I can go to sleep? And it gets frustrating and it doesn't feel like a good place. Uh, the goal of this podcast is just at first to win your trust over time and create a neutral place where you say, okay, I don't even have to listen to this podcast. I don't need to fall asleep. It'll be on. It'll be there. And it'll be alternative I could listen to instead of thinking. And maybe over time it becomes a, a good place where you say, well, Scoots is like uh, not as funny as uh, Megan A that does writing for the good place. Uh, but... Uh, you know, he's mildly uh, entertaining. So, uh, yeah, it's like good. I get into bed. I almost laugh. Uh, I feel kind of cozy and I drift off. It's pretty good. It's a good place. But not, you know, not as good as a village filled with nanas where the story is based on just the grandmothers or something. 
Uh, you could send your chicks my way about that idea. But anyway, tonight we'll be talking about The Good Place for the first time. It'll be a little bit experimental because the first time I'm doing anything about a new series. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but it'll be lulling, soothing, and meandering. And I'll be here for you. If you can't sleep, I'll be here all the way to the end to keep you company. Uh, and like I say in every intro, I'm glad you're here. It work very hard. And I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. So thanks again for coming by. And uh, if you could just listen here uh, for a few ways we keep the show going. Hey, everybody, welcome to the first episode of the good. Uh, first, we'll work here. I'll, I'll do some explaining here. I'll try to talk nice and slow, though. We're talking about the good place. Uh, season one, episodes one and two, I believe tonight. And the reason I say I believe so is because I've never, we've never done uh, a sitcom before or a comedy before. And I think it takes a little bit di- different, a different pair of gloves, probably a different belt, also suspenders. Uh, and uh, so this will be a new journey to explore a, a new type of show. And let me just briefly explain, this will be the pilot episode, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, for us, for for Sleep With Me, I don't know if they made a pilot, like if episode one for The Good Place was a pilot or not. I I guess um, if it was, it was probably a two-part pilot, Uh, but I'm not sure it seemed like a pilot. But anyway, like I want to just briefly talk about why I chose The Good Place and uh, what to expect uh, and uh, the, the, and then we'll roll into the episodes, and we'll see how it goes. But I'll make sure it's nice and lulling and sleepy. But let me just talk about uh, why we selected the good place, or why I guess I selected it, though Sophia, my daughter, did have some input. And uh, there are cr- pretty strict c- criteria for selecting a show to be featured on Sleep With Me. And uh, one is that I, I can tolerate watching. I need to watch the episode at least probably five times. It's a good place I've probably watched the episodes more. I think maybe six, maybe five times. And then I'll probably be airing them while I'm talking tonight. Uh, so that's the number one is, is that uh, I can do that I can do that week after week or in the situation of the good place. Uh, be repeatedly watching two episodes. And it still has something uh, where it's not a practice in flagellation or something that uh, the show is so good or so rich or has, in this case, so many layers of uh, things happening. Uh, That's the number one thing. And it has to be pretty detailed and just something I really enjoy and feel passionately about uh, so I can talk about it a lot. I guess those are the criteria. I mean, the main thing is you got to be able to watch it a bunch of times. I do, normally I'd prefer the show has had a long run. And The Good Place does have two seasons, but that was when we used to just do a series for almost a year. Where it feels like in 2018, we're going to do a mix of things. We did some Who, we'll do The Good Place, we'll do some Star Trek Next Generation, then maybe we'll go back to Doctor Who. Uh, So we'll do a little bit different... uh, uh, moving around uh, to try to get to all the fandoms because I know everybody has a different thing. But I'd like you to become a fan of The Good Place if you aren't already because I really think you'll like it. And I was late to the game. So many people have been suggesting this show and talking about how much they love it. 
And uh, so many people, a few of my favorite writers work on the show. Megan, particularly, if you follow her on Twitter, she's hilarious. Uh, but uh, a lot of like a lot of great people on the production side, and then on the performance side. Holy mackerel! You got some some favorites and some new favorites. Uh, so, and then the, the subject matter. Now, uh, if you haven't started watching Good Place, season one's available on um, what do you call it? Thing Netflix. As the time I'm speaking. Also, as the time I'm speaking, I haven't looked up on Hulu, but Hulu has a deal running with Spotify now that's like a really, if you're already a Spotify subscriber, a really great bargain. And also some some spring shows are uh, about to launch on Hulu. I've also been watching Legion for Pleasure, and that's what got me to sign back up for Hulu. But I think, I'm not sure if Good Place Season 2 is available on there. I haven't started watching season two yet, but otherwise I'll just buy it on Amazon. Okay, sorry, somebody knocked at my door, so you didn't hear that. But uh, so I think since season one's on Netflix, uh, and what I'm going to try to do when I talk about this is uh, not to talk too much about the plot because this is a series you don't you just want to don't read anything about it, just start watching it and really experience the first season without reading anything about it. Cause I got to re- watch the first season unspoiled and oh boy, was it a joy. And I watched it with my daughter. The first, I, I was, uh, watching the first season with Sophia and rewatching the first two episodes at the same time. Now I will say this is probably on the PG 13 side. If it was a movie. So there were a few awkward moments, uh, or more than a few, and I'm sure it was as a co-parent. Uh, it's probably going to be nothing, though. I mean, it's on broadcast television, but uh, you know, I, I, I tend to not want to. I tend to try to avoid all those conversations anyway. So it'll be good. It'll probably trigger some uh, good conversations between us. And then we stumble on the real reason that a good place appeals to me is just like uh, defending your life or. A different series we've done on this show, The Good Place Takes Place in the Afterlife. And I think that's all you really need to know for now. Uh, I mean, I'll talk about uh, some other stuff. Uh, so let's just get started. And I think I'm going to do four, like two run throughs. I'm going to run through my notes and see how long that takes. Uh, uh, but I think I did two sets of notes for each episode, maybe. Uh, at first, like a plot-based uh, notes, and then a detail. So it starts. Uh, season one, episode one starts with a pair of eyes, Kristen Bell's eyes, and she's in a waiting room. I don't know what that says. Oh, it says eyes. Uh, everything is fine. It says on the walls. And then Ted Danson, who plays Michael, says, "Come on in." And then I think I don't know if I wrote this. Who, what, where, when? Uh, who? Oh, me. This is about plot. And Eleanor says, "Cool," because Michael says, "Yeah, you're here. Uh, you're in the afterlife." And she goes, uh, "How did I pass on?" And then we learn more about who El- Eleanor is. That's her name. Uh, Kristen Bell's character. She was. She had bought some lonely gal margarita mix. And Ted Danson's really crushing it. He's got a great peacock bow tie and a really interesting demeanor. Also, the phrase "funnily enough" gets used, uh, and there's a lot. There's so many layers of jokes. That's why I'm not going to do a, um, a dialogue run through. Very really, uh, 
But she says, who was right? And he says, oh, actually, uh, the person who got the closest about the afterlife was uh, Doug Forsett from Calgary. Uh, he was 92% correct. And, and again, the nice thing about The Good Place is you could watch season one once and then watch it again and have a whole other experience. Uh, uh, I don't know if Doug passed or was born on 10-14-72. And Eleanor goes, is this? Uh, and he goes, well, it's a good place. Uh, and I think there's a breath. And he goes, you're okay, Eleanor. Then he says, walk purse? Uh, no, I'm something. And then there's the show title, The Good Place. And she goes on a little tour. Uh, this is a unique land, a neighborhood. There's frozen yogurt. Uh, Michael at some point says, I don't know what to tell you. Then there's a movie, Welcome to the Afterlife, starring Michael. And he says, geez, how do, good versus bad. How do we know? An exclamation, plus, minus. Uh, we have a perfectly accurate measure system. Also, good news, your true soul. We were monitoring your positive and negative actions. Eating a sandwich, point plus point one zero four. It was point point one zero four. Yeah, I do that in the detail. He says, "You're good." More good news. Your uh, uh, true soulmates here. Eleanor looks around like, "Hey, where's my soulmate at?" Which, of course, anyone would want to. He says, "Welcome to the good place." Yeah, then he puts something. Others holding hands. Maybe there's people walking around holding hands. Uh, uh, Eleanor's getting a tour with Michael still. She goes, hey, what's up with the bad place? He says, all artists are down there. So that would mean podcasters, I guess. Uh, presidents. Uh, Florence Nightingale didn't even make it uh, to the good place. But it, Michael sort of says, it turns out you're special, Eleanor. And, of course, that's what everyone would want to hear. Welcome to your new home. And there's all these mansions, but Eleanor's house is a, a new home is a cottage. Uh, and inside it's decorated in the Icelandic primitive style with portraits of clowns, which Michael says, you must love those. And Eleanor goes, oh, I do. Uh, then he shows her this video perspective, video uh, projection thing where she can view her whole life from first person perspective. Uh, then Chidi shows up. He's her soulmate. Uh, and she says, cool, bring it in, soulmate. Uh, and let's see, what does this say? Uh, Senegal, that's where Chidi's from. Worldwide. He's lived across the world, though, doing great stuff. Uh, he says, what about you, Eleanor? She's lived in Phoenix, Tempe, in Phoenix. Uh, and she goes, w w your English is perfect. He goes, no, 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 I speak French, uh, but everything gets translated here. Then I read something about fundamental truths uh, about the universe. Uh, and she says, you're going to stand by my side. You're my soulmate. You'll stand by my side, right? And I, I think when uh, uh, Eleanor says, bring it in, soulmate, it's just the most, uh, it cracks me up. Uh, and he says, yeah, of course. And she says, good, these aren't my memories. I'm not even supposed to be here. And Chidi either says what or gives a what look. Uh, and uh, he's got he's walking in now, uh, Anagonye, and he's got a big smile. Uh, holy cow, he's the best. Cool, bringing him in. He's the best smiler. 
And uh, William Jackson Harper's the one, uh, the actor who's just this, like, probably my, I don't know if uh, my favorite character, but uh, some of my favorite acting uh, in the show. I, I guess it's hard to choose, though. Uh, but he just has some inherent goodness and even in maybe relatability, not related to me, though, because he's way better than me. Uh, but she says, or he says what? Uh, and then there's an act, uh, like an ad break. Uh, but if you're watching it, you don't have to wait for that. And then we see a natural frog, ladybugs, orphans. Uh, uh, oh, that's Eleanor talking about orphans, clown paintings. She goes, it's all forked here. Just like sleep with me. You can't use, uh, I used to use really bad words. Uh, but I guess maybe even moving forward, I'll use good place words. Uh, and she goes, this is, she goes, uh, What's that? What was up with this forking thing? And he goes, oh, there's no, so people aren't comfortable with cursing here. She goes, that's a bullshit. Uh, and uh, maybe he says, who are you really? Uh, and she goes, well, or what did you do? She goes, I was in sales. There's a flashback to Nasal Pro, which Eleanor used to sell, which is mostly chalk. Uh, and we get to know Eleanor a little bit better. She says, cool, where's my desk? Uh, and she's a top salesperson. Uh, then we have Eleanor and Chidi having some yogurt. She goes, maybe it's a test. No way. Uh, maybe the bad place isn't not so bad. That's when we meet Janet, uh, who's like a supercomputer information assistant. And she's played by Darcy Carden, uh, who is, uh, again, another brilliant. Uh, she's so good at Janet that you... Uh, uh, at least initially, she like uh, shed some humanity, uh, but uh, not forever. Uh, and she she says, "Jan, how bad's a bad place?" She says, "Pretty bad." Uh, uh, they play a brief audio clip from it. She says, "I can't tell you about it. I can only play you a brief audio clip." Uh, she <laughs> she says, "Well, it doesn't sound awesome." Uh, but hey, low versus can't be. Uh, be dishonest or enable your professor of ethics uh, and moral philosophy, tummy ache. Uh, so she's trying to get uh, Chidi to help her, and uh, he's, it turns out he's a professor of ethics and moral philosophy and also prone to tummy aches. So he says this, uh, she's like, are you going to help me or not? Then he says, no, I think I have to tell uh, dot, 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 Mitahani. In uh, Jianyu, uh, Moise uh, House Boop. What does that mean? Moise Tinsi House Boop. Uh, oh, she, I think uh, that's, those are their neighbors, uh, Tahani and Jianyu. And uh, she says, oh, What a sweet little Tinsi house you have. I think that's what she says, uh, Tahani, to uh, uh, Eleanor. And then they have a welcome party. Then I think there's another ad break. Uh, oh, also, if you go on, I forgot to say this at the top. If you go on the um, Universal Studios Tour Hollywood, you get to see the set of uh, uh, the outside set of uh, The Good Place. Okay, so then at the party, uh, uh, we get to know Eleanor even better. She says, no way. Uh, and then uh, Chidi says, uh, could you could just tell me one good thing about yourself so I can feel okay about helping you? And she says, what about something neutral? And she goes, I don't really remember. I wasn't a saint. Uh, 
are the rest of the people that good? And then we have like a kind of where uh, we see how good the people at the party are. Uh, Eleanor's really drinking. Then we get a bow, another bow tie from Michael. I put keep a track of the bow tie scoots. Uh, and Michael says, This is my first neighborhood. He says, Every single one of you is a good person. And uh, Eleanor also says, Why does Tahani have a British accent? No one else does. Uh, and then she says, I'm going to take some stuff from the party. And she runs off. Chidi chases her. Uh, he's so good at uh, <laughs> anxiety. Uh, just watching. Uh, uh, let's see. Hello. Oh, then Eleanor comes home drunk, and it's pretty funny. She says, Hello, hello, house. Uh, I hate. Uh, hello, one million clowns. Uh, and she says, oh, you could say butthead here. And then she kind of apologizes to Cheaty. We get a little bit more of a likable Eleanor moment. I think uh, then she mispronounces his name. He says, Anagonye. Anagonye. I think I'm getting it right. Uh, and he says, good night, Eleanor. He helps her. You see how good a, he, a person he is because he helps her get ready. And he closes her doors. There's like a giant clown portrait with music. Yeah, then we have a sleeping hungover, Eleanor. There's thunder and lightning and uh, music, pop music blaring outside. And then giant ladybugs. It seems to be fireworks and everyone, it's seemingly at first in yellow and black striped outfits running around. And Michael stressed there's flying shrimp uh, Pillow bottles and flower flowers arguing. And then I put, oh no, they're blue and gold for Michigan because uh, Eleanor wears a lot of Michigan gear. So you see, oh, those are Michigan's colors, blue and gold stripes. And it ends up as an Ariana Grande song. There's also giraffes because she had called. Uh, oh, here's where we see Eleanor's flashback about uh, how she treats. Uh, <laughs> watch that one with my daughter. She says, pick, you, you, you just got to watch the show. Uh, uh, then gl glitter, glider, green fork, me or fall. Uh, I think there was glitter falls. Uh, fork me, that's what uh, uh, Eleanor says. Then Michael says, this place is supposed to run like a Swiss, Swiss, Swiss watch. And I mean, no, uh, Chidi says that to her, and he goes, you're like a hammer on the gears, uh, and uh, somebody says, not everything's perfect, uh, and many ways to know what ons me. And he says to her simply, which is kind of a, like, a, this is an archetypal moment, but it also helps us explore Eleanor. He goes, you know what, Eleanor, you don't belong here. And Eleanor kind of makes the, the point of the first season to make us root for her. She says, you know what, this system stinks then. I was a medium person. You know, it wasn't all good or all bad. I was medium. And there should be, a, you know, it shouldn't be all or nothing. And she says, come on, you could teach me how to be good. Uh, not to be an ashhole. Erythral gumping by a big meeting. Oh, ethical uh, something, he says. Uh, he's in an ethical conundrum. Then Michael says, there's a big meeting, and uh, she says, uh, my soul is in your hand, soulmates. And then he says, oh, I got a stomachache. And uh, that's when uh, that's when that episode ends, I think. Uh, 
then we have the flashback where you see all the act break. Welcome to Good Place, Act 1. Tour and video welcome. Then the tour and talk of the bad place. Uh, then we see all the good people where Michael says, you are good. I think. Uh, maybe that was during the orientation. Then the, her house and her soulmate. And then I don't belong here. And then test, uh, are you good? How good? And it's a party. She runs off. Chidi wants to help. Uh, you do not belong. You're ruining it all. Disaster. This is your fault. Uh, and then finally, Swiss, Swiss watch. Will you help me or are you going to tell on me? Help me stay? Uh, this is an unfair system. So that's a recap. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a recap again. Uh, what does this say? This is a little more complicated. What does this say? CK. Who would CK be? Is it CK or Chidi? A dilemma. Michael, one flaw. Uh, Tahani, everything's back to normal. Or let's say back at the party, maybe. Oh, the big meeting. Uh, chapter 2. Uh, Chidi and Eleanor. Is she, are you going to make me good? Well, he says, should I? You're actually a selfish person. And Eleanor's like, uh, yeah, maybe. Then we go to orientation day two, uh, where you could either fly or clean up, I guess. And it's, uh, Eleanor's like, great, I love to fly. And then he says, come on, you got to prove you're good. Uh, and, uh, he's like, uh, oh, this is awesome. Is then Michael confides in Tahani and, uh, Jeanu, uh, that uh, he's he messed up uh, something and he's a little worried. And then we see kind of uh, Tahani. Jeanu's uh, a monk and he doesn't speak. He's silent. We, so we see her frustration that she can't talk to her uh, life. Uh, what do they call it? Soulmate. Eleanor's talking about how fun it is to make up trash. Uh, uh, then we see like some loopholes in Eleanor's yeah, Eleanor's previous ethical dilemmas. Uh, Michael's eating uh, a frozen yogurt saying, this one has no flavor. That's all I deserve. Uh, he goes, this is my first neighborhood. He goes, there can't be any glitches. And we see Eleanor is cleaning up the trash, but she hides it because she wants to go flying, uh, which causes a trash storm. She tells Chi the truth, uh, maybe on your own. Trash joke, dudes. Uh, Michael's kind of falling apart, but Jeanu, uh, touches his heart and he goes, Oh wait, the strength I need is inside me, which is a nice moment. But then we see Tahani's jealous, uh, in this, uh, Eleanor regrets lies to Balthazar out, uh, clean up, feel bad remorse. Uh, and Chidi says, you know what? I will help, uh, busted by Janet starting now. And then Eleanor Michael, you are special, a uh, perfect cup. Uh, and then Chidi and Eleanor, he moves in to help. He's like, this is going to be fun. Uh, and she she's never knew where he was from because she never listens. And then she goes, uh, Senegal, that's a gift. Uh, and then the episode closes with a note that slips under Eleanor's door that says, you do not belong. Uh, Okay, so let's go back to episode one's details now. Uh, the first note I have says chive mush, uh, plaid shirts. I don't know what chive mush, mush means, uh, but Eleanor must have uh, 
chime music. I bet that's what it is. Eleanor has a plaid shirt. Uh, in the waiting room, there's two sets of flowers, a couch, uh, a smile breath, uh, whatever that is, dancing fountains, a sand painting, a uh, red, blue, and navy sand painting with the levels. Uh, Michael comes out. He's got a peacock bow tie and a polka dot white and blue pocket square. I think that's what those things are. His office, again, I, I don't um, go to any websites for this, so it's only based on pausing in time. But in some places, like a plant, a fern, there's some books uh, on a table somewhere and a lamp between two things. I drew a picture of it. Uh, there's two picks, picks a ship bowl. There's also giant pawn-like objects on Michael's desk, which may, like, uh, but they're different sizes and everything. There's pens, uh, flannel. I'm not sure what the flannel's for. Uh, behind, behind him, uh, horsed, uh, yellow painting, question mark. Uh, there's also chins. Uh, I don't know. There's no chins, but so I don't know what that means. Uh, there's also a vase. Uh, it looks to be a brass a lamp. A big book is open. I don't know if it's the big book. Uh, uh, Michael's shirt has black buttons on it. He has a traditional desk set with a blotter or whatever the heck that thing is called. Uh, like that you in the 1950s to 1980s, you would give someone as a gift if they got a job. Uh, there's flowers below Doug for, for set. Uh, there's at three minutes and six seconds, so there is a wide shot uh, that I probably could have used better. Yeah, there's a palm in one corner, a dragonfly hourglass, or just a dragonfly in an hourglass. Uh, not a dragonfly in an hourglass, and, hour, and an hourglass. Uh, there's also a white candle thing. There's there's a lot of tea sets in this uh, show. Uh, there's a tea set below Doug, and it's modern and light blue. L I T. By the way, L-I-T-E blue. Uh, there's a, what looks like a Trojan horse also. And again, I'm not trying to, like, uh, it does look like that, though. Uh, to the right of Doug, there's a, this actually took, like, three or four things. This is probably the sweetest I would, I would crush to give Michael's office, because the right of Doug is, like, a set of, like, windows or French doors that was made into a greenhouse, a small greenhouse, uh, and there's orchids in there. Infiltrated light or infinite light, your anticipated needs. Oh, these are the names of stores. Infinite light, uh, your anticipated needs. This is in town. And again, go on a uh, tour. Uh, the small, adorable annual depot or something. Small, adorable animal depot. That would make sense. Uh, everything fits, exclamation point. Uh, yogurt Acres, uh, G-P-B-Y with a smiley face. Good places, best yogurt. Yogurt Horizons. These are all the different stores. Uh, you, let's all eat yogurt. Uh, in the first video orientation, Michael's wearing like a teal crushed velvet suit. I said, is that crushed velvet? It looked uh, great and looked like it felt great. And this was when I was keeping tie count. I said, is this tie number two and pocket square number two? Here's some scores. If you eat a sandwich, you're plus 1.04. 
if you plant bow do a bow do bow tree uh, point plus five point six seven a tasty mg uh, buy a trashy magazine that's negative point seven five uh, a hug a sad friend plus point three seven eight. I got a lot of these, uh, something sh- snore or something. No, it's gotta be something big. Cause it's plus 593.76. Uh, save something. Uh, politely tolerate strange, uh, new York, a uh, cocktail point, uh, 5.0 strange New York. Uh, I don't know. Cocktail pet, uh, yeah, if you pet a lab, uh, fix a tricycle. These are all positives. Cheer, lifetime of cheering for Cleveland Browns. A sister's girl birthday. Yeah, maintain composure in line at a water park uh, in the summer or something. Uh, that's positive. Uh, step carefully over a flower bed. Uh, clean something clean under something that was plus 999.276 clean water oh clean all the water in the world yeah uh, here's some uh, non-positives a stiff a waitress uh mess with flipper that was negative 77.28 uh free book uh verve point five point five. terrible spelling and handwriting negative billion Use the term bro code. That's negative 8.20. Polka Rive, which I don't know what that means. Commissioner of the NFL. uh, Snot Rockets. Rev Motorcycle. Take Copper. Oh, tell someone to smile. Like, hey, why don't you smile more? That one's a negative. Uh, Ruin Opera with boorish behavior. Uh, So it's like a lot of good stuff. Time is not flowers. Can't really tell. Could be flowers. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, Eleanor Michael. Flowers grow botanical. Oh, they're in a good botanical garden where flowers are growing as they walk by. Uh, there's a purple flower tree. It's really nice. Uh, uh, back to Taiwan in present. Uh, Oh, break for time. I don't know. Uh, then we see Eleanor's house, which is blue and yellow. It has a red gate. It has lots of roses in front. Uh, again, the interior is Icelandic primitive style. And we'll, you know, over, we'll always be catching up on the clowns. I put Barrett clown. That can't be correct, though. Uh, it has, uh, but it had three bow ties, a blue one in consecutive sizes, blue, green, and red. What does Barrett Clown mean? Uh, Bonnet Clown? No, that looks like an A. It has big curly yellow and red hair and a checkered vest. And I don't know who's doing the the, uh, costuming and the uh, wardrobe on this, but they give him 10 cheers uh, because Cheetah rolls in smoother uh, than butter and chocolate, like uh, ice cream or something. He's got a striped shirt, real cool pants, and his giant smile. Uh, there's a teapot in Eleanor's kitchen. She has a bre- I, I put breakfast barf, but I think a breakfast bar. Uh, is this a really big moment when Chidi uh, puts his hand over his hand, heart and promises, uh, or is it a manipulative moment? 
Oh, I also wondered what botanic, if this is an L.A. area botanical garden that they're shooting in. Oh, also, Eleanor's screen is a curved screen. I've said they have curved, curved screens in the good place. Uh, forked up, no cursing. Old job, Nasal Pro. Uh, oh, Eleanor's wearing a turquoise moon and ca- cactus and necklace uh, when she had her old job. I guess because she lives in Arizona. Here's another place, yogurt, yogurt, and yogurt with a Y-O-G-U-T-E or something. Janet is an information assistant. She's so purple. And then I says, pay attention if she's always dressed the same. Uh, frog jumps into a fountain. We're talking about that. Profers of a professor of ethics and moral philosophy who has stomach aches. Uh, uh, next door neighbor, uh, uh, Tahani says, sweet antinsi, Gianyu, uh, Tahani, and Michael has a peacock and polka dotted square tie. I said, at the party, are they in the foyer? Uh, 1425 is a funny flashback. Uh, uh, then there's a funny joke. I mean, there's just so many funny jokes. But Eleanor says, how good are these people? Let's find out. And they find out. It's uh, really good. Uh, Janet game, Janet gone, new tie Michael has, a periwinkle with red and blue, possibly, oh, red and blue shapes, uh, and a very nice pocket thing. Uh, super, the shrimp they had, though, that Eleanor was eating were super fake. Uh, cartoon giraffe, oh, that's what she says uh, to honey, looks like, uh. And then, yeah, it's just funny when she comes home and she says, hello, house. Hello, one million clowns. Oh, notice a couple of wicker balls as decorative things. When did that, like, uh, seen that in other places, too. How do you do that without playing with it? I put wheel. It's just written by itself, so it may be a decorative thing. Here's the thing. Of, oh, yeah, but above her bed. It's more, oh, yeah, wheel, but more big gear sculpture above her bed. Uh, B... Couch. Oh, her bed has couch-like pillows instead of bed pillows. I said, what in the kind of good place is this? Uh, Anagonye. Uh, next day, Ariana Grande is playing giant ladybugs. Uh, forks, uh, fireworks, question mark, or smoke colors? Uh, confetti or shrinkage, uh, something. Nasopro, roll, roll around giant bottles and Nasopro. Flowers arguing. Giraffes, Michigan stripes, blue and yellow. Oh, I saw a new clown. This was like a Hamilton, George Washington clown. And again, you go back to this when Eleanor says, this system sucks. I was a medium person. Uh, uh, Chidi sitting in a uh, white leather circle chair uh, that looks like a strange speaker. He has a belt. What, what does that mean? He has to gourd. He has a belt. Uh, and she says, let me be your ethical guinea pig, soulmate. Uh, and there's thunder. Emergent nectarhood meeting. Oh, neighborhood meeting. What's it going to be, uh, soulmate? And he says, oh, stomachache. Uh, then the episode, Chidi's internal debate. Uh, oh, do, whatever. Do, I don't know what the decorative thing around Janet's shirt, neck thing is. Uh, uh, 100% incognito clothes, uh, meeting, Michael has a uh, bow tie in pocket square in the Michigan stripe color, so it's hard to see his pocket square, but he does have it. Uh, 
Uh, Tahani's the first person to go back to normal, and she's kind of resplendent in all circumstances. Uh, in Chapter 2, 2 minutes and 50 seconds, there's a view. Oh, I saw this clown a sculpture I'd never seen before. It's in some sort of uh, lucite box, uh, and it's like a deconstructed clown. Uh, it has the hair and the bald cap, uh, the bow tie, and then the puffy things, and that's it. So it's kind of like a sculpture. It's something you don't want to miss. Uh, Kant, uh, Metaphysics and Morals, one of the b- books Chidi has. Uh, he says it's a book on how to act good. Oh, he has, he has a chalkboard ready. Here's some of the things on the chalkboard. On the left side, it says question. Moral imperative, do I have a moral imperative to help? Is there potential for greater harm to the community? Possibility is this a test for me or for others? Uh, fears, uh, can morality even be taught? Uh, Aristotle, Kant, Parfait, I think was the other person, utilitarian, uh, simply too flawed, selfish, and then a to-do list kind of under it maybe, uh, re- Reed Locke, uh, Contract Theory Singer, uh, Heidegger, uh, Aristotle's uh, Ethics, uh, then what does this say? DDO, at the flashback of Eleanor, the first flashback at the bar, they're snowboarding on the TV in a fish tank. Uh, then Orientation Day 2, the town is a mess, uh, it's flying time. There's even hula hoops in umbra- a yellow umbrella. Uh, Michael's tie is a nice pastel floral print, uh, tiny flowers. Pocket square, I didn't see yet, question mark. Maltrays. Maltrays. I don't know what that says. Uh, Janet launches the flyers. Uh, Tinker Balla uh, is one of the flyers. Uh, if you, you'll, you'll know who she is and what that means. Uh, or Tinkerbell, um, uh, Johnny, uh, Tahani, Tahani says she's been to Johnny Depp's private bird sanctuary, uh, a draper, like from a gift, uh, lots of multicolor. What does it say? Draper, paper. Oh, like a lot of paper strewn about, like you would pack a fancy gift in. Uh, but not like tissue paper. Like if you cut paper and, and crimped it, uh, uh, like pom-pom material, yeah, then I put it, uh, oh, then we meet another couple, uh, Gunner and Antonio. At first I just heard Gunner's name, but they almost sound like cartoon characters. They're very enthusiastic. Uh, there's also giant cheerleading horns or whatever you, uh, you used to say, yay, yay, cheer for my team, uh, to amplify your voice, uh, those big round things like a cone, the next trip to the bar, there's poker on the TV. Uh, then the flyers, there's like rainbows uh, of smoke when they're flying, just regular rainbows. Uh, see another store, the suggestion of yogurt. Uh, uh, then we see Michael's Pocket Square. It's purple lavender, like a bard mom, boardroom, like a board or something. We see yogurt acres. We meet Teacup the dog. Eleanor's cleaning up trash. There's ball pit balls everywhere, too, like they came out of a ball pit. Uh, Eleanor uh, is trying to hurry up so she can fly. Uh, Gunner and uh, Antonio are in the background. They just finished flying, I think, and they're so happy. 
Then the trash storm comes. Uh, Chidi's with Eleanor. His eyes go wide. And uh, trash storm, Gunner, and Antonio, dream come true. Uh, then we're in uh, Tahani's living room, or Tahani and Jeanu's living room. There's lots of flowers, some trees outside with white Christmas lights uh, at the windows. A few different tea sets, including one in use. Some big urns. They have that comfortable velvet stuff, like their chairs and their pillows uh, are made out of. Like, you, like you've like you been to houses like that, and, and it feels good to sit in it. You just don't know if you could sit in it all the time. Uh, it's kind of furniture you want to pet or, eat, you know, if people didn't sit on it with their butts, I'd probably rub my face on it. Uh, uh, let's see. Hair, Haspair, Peel, Carter, a Gold Brass. Uh, oh, she had a pearl thing, necklace uh, around her neck. And she's drinking from a kind of gold or brass and glass a tea cup. Uh, uh, then, oh, Bar Trip 3, there's football on TV. And Eleanor gets, uh, she's not welcome back to Thursday night drinks. Uh, Eleanor wakes up, a decision is made. She's in a pastel part of town. Cheaty rolls in. He's all Mr. Rogers. He's got this mustard uh, uh, sweater on, just like Mr. Rogers style. He he is like somebody, uh, I guess it's more of the character than the actor, for very Mr. Rogers-y. We see Antonio and Gunner, Janet's uh, throwing trash. Eleanor's having Janet help her throw trash in their house. Uh, then it's like a next day. Eleanor's like, hey, Michael, you've invented the perfect to-go cups. She has two cups, uh, presumably one for Chidi. Uh, we see another store, Elements of Happiness. Uh, Michael says, no more flying for a thousand years. Uh, on the way to leverage. What does that say? It's a quote. It says, uh, on the way to Lemridge's, uh, I don't know what that says, but it's actually, I'm like pretty much even with the show. So it's going to catch up. I'm seeing Cheaty and the Mustard uh, sweater right now. Oh, these are books uh, that Cheaty has, The Concept of Time. And then this is when I just, he goes, we're going to have so much fun teaching you. There's going to be assignments and quizzes. Uh, and, oh, then the note comes. He leaves, the note comes. Also, there's a strange blue vase by the door. It's uh, got, uh, like, uh, two round things blue that are blue and then a white top. Uh, and there's a cubist, a small cubist clown above that. Uh, and uh, what is it? Oh, then the, the note to end the episode says, you don't belong here, which, again, is kind of, uh, we could presume, everyone's fear, but especially uh, Eleanor's fear. And the episode comes to a close, and I highly suggest watching those episodes, uh, checking them out. I think they're on On Demand as well. Oh, here's Michael in a different, I didn't notice this. He's in a blue suit. He's got a plaid tie. This is when they're talking about the to-go cups and uh, matching pocket square uh, with like a blue navy border and then some sort of uh, lighter blue design in the middle. And he's got a dark navy suit with a pinstripe, like a turquoise pinstripe, and then a kind of blue stripe, blue Oxford-type shirt on. And without the audio, Ted Danson is just really, uh, he must have, he must, I wonder if he's having fun. I would presume he is. Uh, looks like it.
And again, one more time, do the Universal Tour. Check out the, uh, you can even see their parking spaces too, which is a great. Uh, and that's it. I'll uh, see you soon. All right. Thanks and good nights. I want to thank all our recent patrons, Maggie, Lucy, and Alyssa. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Gil, Carrie, and Kelsey, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Nancy, Amy, and Michaela, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Glenn, Patrick, and Mary, uh, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Lena, Margaret, and Laura, thank you, thanks, and good night. Chris, Molly, and Jill, thank you, thanks, and good night. Jamel, Katie, and is it cold? Thank you, thanks, and good night. Kevin, M, and Sherilyn, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, HL, Adrian, and Amy, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Julie, Ann, and Mary, thank you, thanks, and good night. Kim, Becky, and Diana, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Julianne, Jolene, and Tenacious, thank you, thanks, and good night. Sophie, Peter, and Rebecca, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Victor, Craig, and Peggy, thank you, thanks, and good night. Abigail, Finton, and Samuel, thanks, thanks, and good night. And Kate, thank you, thanks, and good night. And uh, then over on Venmo, Venmo, I want to thank Melissa H to the J, Jane, and Lexi, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Annabella, Sarah, and Joelle, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. And then over on PayPal, I want to thank Laura Ann, uh, Allison. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. I want to thank uh, Sarah, Sarah C.A., uh, Johnny V., uh, Emily, thank you, thanks, and good night. I want to thank Eric, I want to thank uh, Gordon and Debbie, thank you, thanks, and good night. I want to thank Yvonne uh, and Claudia. Thank you, thanks, and good night. I want to thank Tiffany uh, and Kathleen. Thank you, thanks, and good night. I want to thank Matthew and Robert. Thanks, thanks, and good night. I want to thank Bruce and Anna. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Jennifer and Hiking, which is magical. Thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, uh, Jill, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, thanks, everybody, for believing in art and value for value. Thanks, thanks, and good night. And Sleep With Me is proud to be a part of Night Vale Presents. You can check out all of the great shows over at nightvalepresents.com.